Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. The following is the live call-in show from Sunday night, November 27th, 2022. During this show, we talked about some amazing cast member stories from out at Disneyland with listener Ben, who uh, takes care of all of us over on the Lizards, gets us those awesome shirts and he has some great stories. They're really heartwarming from his trip with his family to Disneyland. We talk about the change at the top of the company in the C-suite. Of course, that was going to be the news of the week because that broke right after the live call-in show last week. We talk about value and pricing for Disney vacations and about how we hopefully can make trips easier moving into 2023. And also how beloved Year of a Million Dreams was for many of us. We get into that discussion and guess what? We're going on a live ride on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and having an update from Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party with Scotty G. I give him a call live at the very end of the show, so stay tuned for that. It's nuts, because we really do. We I call him. He's on the second lift hill when he answers the phone. It's crazy. Don't forget our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you shop this holiday season. It really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You guys make all this possible. Thank you so much for that. Our patrons get that bonus show as well called Mike in the Midwest. Come on over. Join us this week. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Well, hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, November 27th, 2022. I am your host, Mike Rallman from the Be Our Guest Podcast, of course, at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. You can check me out on the social media at be our guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. I have had a great Thanksgiving weekend talking with many of our listeners, just kind of relaxing and sitting on the couch and exchanging football stories, Disney stories, uh, some retro stuff. I got to see Trisha's Campbell soup can uh, Christmas tree up in Wisconsin. I love just learning more and more about each and every one of you. So if we have not connected on social media, why not? Follow me at BeOurGuestMike. Instagram and Twitter would love that follow because I love you. Reach out to me. I promise you, I will get back with you. Might not be immediately, but I will get back to you. I love meeting new people from all around the world because that is what this podcast journey has been for me. It has really been about meeting people that uh, I would have not met here in Missouri. Uh, you know, I'd have a small bubble if it wasn't for the reach of a Disney podcast. And I thank each and every one of you for being a part of this ride for me. And I hope you had a great Thanksgiving here in the United States. Unfortunately, this long Thanksgiving weekend is wrapping up. But uh, instead of being sad that it is over, let's be happy that it happened. We had a great weekend here. We had lots of turkey, lots of family, lots of friends. And of course, you know, with me, it's always football. We won't talk football for some of our listeners like Jeff. I know got to just move on past that. But for once, I am a Mizzou fan, a Bama fan, a high school football fan. My teams all won. My high, Mizzou, bowl eligible. Big win over our rivals, kind of our fake rivals in the Arkansas Razorbacks. Squeak that one out. Get to go to a bowl. Hopefully it'll be, you know, somewhere we get to play a rival, an old time rival and get to smoke them. We'll see. Uh, Bama won. 
Iron Bowl. Enough said there. Wasn't really close. Sorry, Cadillac. And then, most importantly, I've been telling you about this epic journey for our high school football team uh, since the fall. Yes, our high school football team traveled to Carthage, Missouri, where I was planning to travel down. We were going to try to make it a weekend, go to Silver Dollar City, see the Osborne Lights. So let me just tell you a little bit about adulting. Sometimes adult stuff pops up. Our hot water heater in our house went bad. We happened to be in the storage room. We were getting out the Christmas decorations, kind of, you know, the, looking at stuff like, you know, the Christmas decorations, so forth. We looked at the hot water heater and we could see it was trickling water out. Well, if, if you can tell here on the video feed, I am in the new Be Our Guest podcast studios. I now have Paige's old bedroom now that she is a big adult up in Chicago and has moved out. And when we bought this house, I said, this room in the basement, it's a totally finished bedroom. It'd be perfect for a podcast studio. Totally away from everything. It's got everything I need. We could paint it Mizzou gold. That's what I said. And it's going to work out great. Well, my wife, Pam, Mallory helped out this. They've done just awesome work in here for my birthday. They set it up. I got a new office chair today for my birthday. It's awesome. So we do have a new proper studio. That's where we're broadcasting from today. And uh, I'm just excited to be in here. But we're in the basement looking at stuff, and you can see this water trickling out of the water heater. So instead of flooding our totally finished basement, we made the adult decision to immediately call and get that thing replaced. So we had to stay home on Friday so that they could, you know, bring out the new one, put it in, take out the old one, and so forth. So we did have to uh, watch the football game from a, a big watch party here in St. Peter's, Missouri, with about five, six, seven hundred other Howell fans. Fortunately, we took care of uh, Carthage, the number one ranked team, even though we were undefeated um, pretty easily. And now we move on to the state finals this Friday night at Faroe Field, where the Missouri Tigers play in Columbia, Missouri. We'll be taking on Fort Osage from Independence, Missouri, out in Kansas City. It's seven o'clock and we've already got our hotel room. We're ready. We are going to go out, stay there Friday, Saturday. My good friend Ben Lappin from the Magic for Less is going to cover for my guests so we can have a couple of good days out in Columbia. And I'm really excited because here's the Disney twist. We're staying at this cool hotel that's right across the street from the, the stadium. And it's cheap, right? Because Mizzou's not playing. It's a high school game. So we got a really good deal. We got a Black Friday deal too, which made it even cheaper. And this is where the SEC officials stay because, you know, it's a nice hotel. So when the... Mizzou plays is where the refs all stay. It it's like a wilderness lodge. It's got that theme of like a rustic wilderness kind of thing, place. It's only one story. It's not like big and you know huge, but it feels exactly like a wilderness lodge. And it'll be cold. It'll be December. It'll be perfect. So I'm really and they got a great breakfast. So we're gonna go there and uh, watch some football. Stay there Friday night. Come home Saturday evening and just have a good time out in Columbia and enjoy Shakespeare's Pizza and and all the good stuff out there. So anyway, hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. We did here and uh, just super excited to uh, have another Thanksgiving and uh, just be here with you guys and talk Disney. Of course, last week, as soon as we went off the air, all heck broke loose. Right, Twitter went crazy. Chapek out, Iger in. I mean, could they not have done that an hour before the live call-in show so we could have talked about it? We had many, many discussions on, on Diz Twitter, I guess you could call it, about the change. We talked about it a little bit this week on the show's Wednesday. We kind of talked about it because we recorded that on Monday right after the news broke. Friday, we did a discussion of what would you do if you couldn't really you know, disturb current revenue streams 
but how would you improve morale for guests, for cast members, and just kind of make things better at the theme parks in, in terms of guest experience? What kind of things could you do? I talked about Magical Express coming back, getting rid of theme park reservations. That kind of stuff was fine before the pandemic. I'm sure Disney could figure out how to do it again tonight. So we will do that, and uh, we'll take those calls at 407-413-9395. You want to talk about the change? I'm very conservative on these things. I mean, you got to remember, Iger is still... he. He's not going to come in here and say that Walt Disney World is going to be a charity location. He's not going to say Disneyland and the cruise ships are going to be all of a sudden everybody's going to be able to afford them and everything's going to be 50% off. That, that's not realistic. That is not going to happen. What is going to happen is that he is going to um, is that he's going to you know be beholden. Whoa, hang on. Got all kinds of stuff going on here. He's going to be beholden to the shareholders, just like Chapek was, because that is his role. He's CEO. But I think that he has a better way to uh, to, to to kind of, you know, express himself and make things spin things a little better. And also, I think he has more empathy for the guest experience. I'm hoping. I think he does. I, I, I'm guessing. But I'm kind of a wait and see. Let's see what happens. But we have our first call of the night and uh, joining us. We had a couple calling in at the same time there. Sorry about that. I hit the wrong button. And uh, hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike. This is Ben over in South Carolina. Oh, Ben, what's going on? I was just talking about you, bud. Big, by the way, talking football. No, we're not going to talk football all night, but big win by the Gamecocks. Took out a. Right. It was the battle of Mike Bankhead against Ben Lappin. That's what I told my wife. It's like, I, 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 I don't know what to do. Like, I mean, you can't root against either one of you guys. It was rough. That's right. Yeah, it was it was a good game, you know. I mean, we you know, we're, we're glad for the win. Yeah, I, the, I know it's and kind of historic I, I, to know, win there in Death Valley. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and you know, I come from a divided household. You know, so my wife and two of my kids are Clipson, and um, one of my daughters and myself are Carolina. You know, so I told my son, I said, I'm kind of torn because I want Clipson to win, just because I want them to continue that you know, that winning streak at home. I want to see how far they can go. Right. But from a diehard Carolina fan, I'd love to be the one to shut that out. You know, so I'm For glad real. that we did. I'm glad that we took the win. So, but, uh, yes. Yeah, so first things is uh happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. When you get to be my age, they're not as exciting, but, uh, you know, Hey, I appreciate it. I got a new pair of warm boots, which I'll appreciate this coming Friday at the football game. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Well, listen, um, I know that Scotty G's not there, so unfortunately, you know, I think he's kind of like the, um, what is it, the um, Bigfoot, you know, that mythical creature that, you know, we all hear about, but we never see anymore. Seriously. You know? He just, he, he but, uh, I, I think he has residency at Walt Disney World. I don't know how he does it. Right. Yeah. Well, I've been wanting to call in, you know, for months now um, <clears throat> because I wanted to talk about, and I was listening to one of your podcasts um, while I was out on my run tonight, and you were talking about Disneyland. Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, we were out there about the time that y'all were coming home, you know, back in July. And I just wanted to, you know, a couple things on our trip that just, and I'm with you, you know, Disneyland was so special um, for me and my family. And we had a fantastic time. But just a couple things, you know, and a lot of people have been asking a lot lately is, is there still magic within Disney? And uh, absolutely. Um, and two of the stories, and, and I won't keep you long because I know other callers are going to try to call in, but two of the stories that, that 
I mean, just you know, burned into my heart now is we were getting ready to to get on the raft to go over to um, to the you know Tom Sawyer's Island, and we got on the raft, and out of nowhere, Jack Sparrow comes in and gets on the raft with us, and is just sitting there talking to us. I mean, sat down right beside my kids and had an entire conversation with them on the you know on the small little boat ride over to the island. How cool is that? And even whenever we got off, you know, as soon as we got off and he's like, Y'all hey, y'all come with me and, you know, went on, you know, this little scavenger hunt, you know, and went through the, the tunnels of the pirates layer and everything. And my kids followed him all the way through the pirates layer and everything else. Um, you know, and then afterwards, you know, came out and we kind of split ways. And then um we were up at the top, and the you know, the fork was closed. But you know, we were trying to find the restrooms up at the top. And about that time, Jack Sparrow was coming out of you know one of the little cast member areas up there, and he looked at my kids and he's like, "Hey, are y'all following me?" And you know, they just kind of joked around with it. And I've got a video that I you know that I posted you know shortly after the trip. But he's like, "All right, do y'all want to be honorary pirates?" And of course, my kids are like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So. You know, he did the pirate's oath with them and then gave them one of the, you know, the pirate's coins as well. But, I mean, if if I were to bet on it, he was the most realistic Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow I had ever seen. You know, if I didn't know any better, you know, Johnny Depp himself was well, And it was just so cool the thing to is, see that interaction. Well, too, Ben, the whole thing is like I, when I was at Disneyland the whole time, right, I was nervous because you always hear, you know, at Disneyland – he jumps. He, I, don't, right. I know he doesn't do this anymore. He's had all his troubles, but you know, I'd always heard like he jumped into the ride. So I'm like, you know, this isn't Walt Disney World, man. This could be like the real deal. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, and then the other one that was just real kind of touching to me was, you know, we had got a spot to watch um, Fantasmic and we're sitting there and one of my daughters it was late she was tired and she didn't understand but she couldn't see and i'm like well, don't worry about it because you know when it starts i'll pick you up and anything else but she just couldn't see and she didn't understand it and she kind of started to you know break down started crying and trying to console her and everything but one of the cast members came up and you know she okay yeah we're, we're okay <clears throat> and then a few minutes later you could tell she still wasn't, you know, calming down as much. And one of the cast members came over to us and said, hey, y'all come on. Y'all come with me. I, I've got something special for y'all. And took us down to a special viewing area, you know, one of the kind of little VIP areas, and said, why don't y'all, you know, watch the show from here? And it was just that, that small little thing that you know, the cast members do that still brings the magic back to Disney. I just felt it everywhere I went at Disneyland. And I think a lot of it too was that I'd never been there. So every corner that I turned was, yeah, I had done a lot of research and I'd listened to wed, all the Wedway radios from even when they started, you know, Nate and Matt back in the day. And they did a lot of Disneyland history shows way back, you know, way back a decade ago. So I, you know, I ate that stuff up like, oh, that was probably here. This was probably there, that kind of stuff. But, the magic was there in the cast members too. Just like you said, they were always looking for opportunities and I just, I cannot wait to get back to Disneyland. I, it was, there was just, there was something, I know it was 2022, but I mean, like 
I would not have been shocked if Walt Disney would have been walking through Fantasyland like that, you know, because the characters were free. I'd always heard about the characters free roaming, right? You know, I'd heard the stories, but I still didn't believe right. it when I saw it. You know, I'm like this, this isn't real. You know, like the, you know, the Alice is just strolling through and nobody's bothering her, you know, yeah. and Mary Poppins just rolling right past uh, Mr. Toad's wild ride. You know, it's just, uh, right. it's, yeah. it's a, I think it's refreshing for the Disney fan who always goes to Walt Disney World because I've gone to Disney World for 15 years and never been to Disneyland. And I was just, I mean, it hurt to leave. Like, I, I hate leaving Walt Disney World, but I know I'm going back. You know, like, like I'm going for Marathon. I'll probably be back for Princess. I'll probably be back for Spring Surprise. That's kind of how it's going to go. But Disneyland, I'm like, man, I don't know when I'm going to go. I know I'm coming back. I loved it. But it was so special, man. I did not want to leave the Disneyland Hotel. It was epic. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had a great time, and we were, we were already talking about, okay, when's the next time we're going to get back? You know, because there was a couple things that we didn't get to do, you know, even though we were there a whole week. Um, but, yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was. Now, let me ask you this question, because obviously you do this just like I do. You help folks plan Walt Disney, you know, all Disney destinations, Universal and so forth. What would you do if you were, because we talked about this on Friday, just, you know, you were given the role of, CEO of guest experience at the theme parks. They, they don't let you kind of tap in. Like you can't just go in and just cut revenue streams, but what's kind of the most obvious thing to you that you could really kind of bring the guest experience up? What, what simple change would you make to just make things better at the theme parks? Cause you're there and you have a large family and you got, you know, kids and you know, you're, you're kind of the, the target de- demographic. And I mean, it is, you know, it's complicated right now. What would you do to make the experience better? You know, and I've thought about this a lot, especially since, you know, since the recent change, you know, with Bob Iger and everything um, recent, I think me is bringing back the street and sphere. I agree. Bringing back the small little things like street and sphere that brings back the magic. And I think that to me, um, because I remember whenever you know, in Hollywood Studios, the street atmosphere, you know, the one um, lady walking here, riding through one of those little pedal cars and stopped. And my kids had their happy birthday pins on. And she sat there and pulled out one of those little accordions and sang happy birthday to them. They don't do that anymore, um, especially at Hollywood Studios. I think bringing back that would, would go a long way. And th- think about the budget of the theme parks, right? I mean, when you're looking, and again, I'm not a financial guy. I, I don't know any of this. That's why I'm just like a wait and see, because I don't know how the financials, the business of all this works. I know how to help people plan vacations and get the most out of their money. But that's, you know, I, I'm not a CEO. I, I, I was a teacher. You know, I'm a dad. Like, I know the practical things. I don't know how the business side of the stuff works. I, you know, I, I didn't grow up on Wall Street, but... You got to, I got to, you know, think about like, what is the operating budget of a place like Disney's Hollywood studios and how much do they pay those streetmosphere characters? Right. I mean, when you look at the the slice of the pie, it's got to be so minuscule Mm -hmm. for the return on the investment, because I'm right with you. Like when you get home, you evangelize those experiences you have, like this, you know, I always remember, like, I didn't have to be involved, but I would see like some dad from Oklahoma unsuspecting dad walking down Hollywood Boulevard or Sunset Boulevard. And they, you know, they're like, Oh no, you're in my, the middle of my shot, you know, and you're not walking the right way. Get, get over right. here. You know? And it's like, 
I'm rolling on the ground, even though it wasn't me. I'm just watching some unsuspecting dad with like a Fu Manchu that all of a sudden he's having a blast and he didn't even know what he got himself into. The kids are dying. The wife's embarrassed. You know, I'm like, I'm just a stranger. and Like I'm eating it up, you know? And like, how oh, much yeah. does that cost? You're paying like five really talented cast members. They should be paid well, but I mean, for the cost of the park, <laughs> it's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. I, I, right. I agree. Yep. hundred percent. It's interesting. I just like to get people's takes on these things, but great call. And man, I couldn't agree with you more about Disneyland and the opportunities that cast members reach out to save a day when a kid's having a rough time or how cool is that to ride a, ride a, the, the, the raft there with the Jack Sparrow. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. All right. Well, Ben, Hey, happy Thanksgiving again. I'm thankful mm-hmm. that we're friends. We've got to connect. We've got to run races. You do so much for our lizards and, uh, Put everybody in the great shirts again, and I'll tell you what, Scotty G was texting me immediately upon getting his collared lizard shirt, which he's wearing down at the Contemporary right now as he's running, and uh, he could not be more excited. He is so pumped, (laughs) I can tell you. Absolutely. Well, happy birthday. I hope you have a great night. All right. I appreciate you and the family, and I'll see you soon, brother. Take care. Take care, buddy. All right. Bye-bye. All right, 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. Let's get to the next call. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike, it's Brandon up in New Hampshire. How are you? Hey, good. Happy Thanksgiving to you up in New Hampshire. Hope you had a good one. Oh, yeah. No, it was excellent. We did a couple of turkeys. We did a duck. I mean, things were fantastic. Your I've... previous caller brought up one of those things I want to talk about was we were uh, there in 2019, and we were headed toward the uh, Tower of Terror in Hollywood Studios, and I'm staring at the big, I guess you would call it a TV screen, up above the the roadway. And there was a Swedish chef doing the, his routine, and it was hilarious. I'm trying to take a picture with my phone, and one of the street atmosphere people came up to me and goes, are you one of those Disney Muppet nerds? And I said, well, absolutely. And she goes, are you going to go over to Muppets 3D? I said, well, that's a must-do for me every time. And she goes, come here take a picture. So she stood under the sign with me and my wife to take a picture of the Swedish chef doing his uh, Christmas dinner presentation underneath that TV screen. It was just, like you said, it was fantastic. It was unbelievable. And what did that cost? Nothing. It, but we're talking about it right now. And what you said happened in 2019. So we're talking about this three years later. Correct. Right. And I mean, we're talking about it right now too. On the feed, this will go out to thousands of people. You know what I'm saying? And it took, it, it, the cast member was there and saw the opportunity and made your day. I mean, that's, that's what Disney was known for in the 2000s and the 90s. And I mean, you have a good leader. This could be, this, this thing can turn around, I mean, on a dime, right? Because if you feel valued and you go to work and you're excited for the leadership, you're excited for what you're doing, you feel appreciated cast members will do this stuff, but you know what? It's the opposite, right? I mean, I've seen this with teaching because, you know, I worked in education. So that's where my experience is. You know, you see teachers that have a bad principal in a building. Well, you know what? Those teachers are rolling out at 345. As soon as the kids leave, nobody's staying extra. Nobody's doing extra activities. Nobody, you know, everybody's doing the minimum. They're, they're, they're not, you know, not doing their job but they're also not looking to go above and beyond. When you have a good leader and everybody buys in, that's when really cool stuff happens, and hopefully that starts happening again. Well, absolutely. And this was such a random thing. I mean, it wasn't something that it was like a photo opportunity. There was no 
cast member there with a camera or anything like that. It was just one of those weird things where we were, we're walking out there, we're going to head towards Tower of Terror, and, and she just happened to pull us aside. We're, we're two random people and 50,000 people in the park. It wasn't something that we were looking for, looking for an opportunity. We didn't stand in line, and it was just an amazing magic moment that it, again, I'll be talking about this in 15 years from now. That's awesome. I love it, though. That's I'm the same way. Like, I talk about the most random, small things if they made an impression on me. Now, let me ask, so besides that, though, Iger gives you the role of guest experience CEO for the theme parks. What's one immediate change you would make that would affect all park goers or, you know, just going to the resorts, you know, staying at the hotels? What's something you would do right now that's not a huge revenue cut, but would just make things better? I'm, I'm telling you, I really miss the days of the fast pass. I mean, it was an even playing field for everybody. It was free for everybody. I didn't mind doing it six months in advance. Dining reservation six months in advance. I don't really care. I mean, I know you don't you don't understand what you want to eat during six months out, but the fast pass thing there, I mean, that even playing field to me was, was fair. You know what I mean? If you were staying on resort and you've got three booked passes to me, that was good enough. I don't really feel like the, uh, the extra money spent on Disney. I mean, uh, genie plus is necessary. It's a money grab for sure. I did not 100% mind the fast pass system. It was it was fun, and it was one of those things where it was like, hey, we get it, we don't. We stand in a 60, 90 minute line for the best rides. Sure, we'll do that then. Right, right. I mean, it, you're right. I mean, like making your ADRs at six months out. I didn't know what I wanted, you know. But I would just the thing is, nobody really knows what that. Like, I mean, what it's it's the end of November. So do I know what I want? You know, come almost summer right now. No, but. I mean, I know that I like Olivia's, you know, so I could book an Olivia's ADR, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll like that still in six months, you know, like, and you can still modify them as you get closer and fast passes. Do I want to ride or be in the magic kingdom six months? From no, but I mean, you only have four parks to pick from and you only have so many attractions. This is just guaranteeing that you're going to have a shorter wait on these three. Yeah. The, you yeah, know, like back in the day we complained about it, but my, <laughs> like, if that comes back tomorrow, we'll be like, Oh, yeah, you know, we're not going to complain about that ever again. Uh, yeah, I agree. I it is uh, as rough as we thought we had it. That, those were the simple times. And I think you said the key word. It was fair across the board. It, it really wasn't free. If you think about it, it was just built into the price of your vacation package. Oh, 100%. I mean, we're, we're going again next week. We'll be there uh, one week from today. And this time we'll be at Coronado and doing our thing. But and we were in the last group where we could do the uh, Genie Plus ahead of time where you don't have to get up at 12 o'clock at midnight just to make sure that you get your reservations. But to me, I mean, that that's crap. I mean, the fast pass system, at least we knew months ahead of time, we're going to be guaranteed three rides. And now you have to get up at 12 a.m. if you want to make sure you can buy it and make sure that the Disney site's working. Then you get to make those reservations by 7 a.m. It's like, really? Luckily, this December trip, because we're coming back again in May, this December trip, we were already locked in before that all changed. And I would I would go back to Fast Pass all day long. And there, I mean, I've seen rumors this weekend that, I mean, not real reliable sources, but that there may be changes. I, you know, and again, I don't follow rumors till it happens. But, you know, this is one of those things that it, it, it's, 
We're going to find out if Iger's looking. I, I swear Chapek, you know, he wanted, he was hired to make money for the shareholders and they, he did. I mean, Disney's making all kinds of money right now. Like the, the theme parks are full. The resorts are full. I can tell you that. I, I see it every day. It's what I do. But here's the thing. And, you know, you listen to Len and Jim, if you listen to the other shows, the th- you, it's one thing to make a lot of money right now in, in the short term. But I mean, you got to look long term. People people come down and they don't have a good experience. You're not going to go back and you're not going to evangelize what kind of experience you had at Walt Disney World. For the most part, like when because teachers, for some reason, teachers love going to Disney. Like, you know, I'm in Missouri and a lot of my teacher friends will go to Walt Disney World for vacations over the summer, you know, whatever. And most of them come back and they talk about the great times they've had. And a lot of them, they still talk about the great times they've had, but more and more I'm hearing, we had a good time, but, you know, but it was, it right. was a little complicated. Like we, you know, we didn't understand like what was, you know, the fast pass, like the fast pass wasn't there anymore. You had to get this thing on your phone and, you know, and it was just, it was the word I keep hearing is complicated and hard. And, you know, that's for us that listen to this podcast, we all know how to navigate this. But like you said, it doesn't make it super simple. I mean, we still got to, you know, get up at 7 a.m. Remember, this is called vacation. <laughs> you know, like right. some it, people want to sleep in. It shouldn't in. be a job when yeah. you're down there. Yeah, I mean, this is what I do full time. But, I mean, you shouldn't have to do it as a guest. You know, it, it's, I don't know. It, but, uh, you know, I, I think, I, I can't say things things can't get worse. Because <laughs> those are always famous last well, words, right? I mean, I'm a sports fan. Yeah, those, I'm those a Mizzou fan. Things can I, I always. Yeah, company. I, I work in uh, the appliance industry. I run an appliance <laughs> company that does both sales and service. And my biggest thing is word of mouth is if you have a good experience, you may tell one or two people. If you have a bad experience, You'll you can tell 15 to 20 people. Uh, 100%. You know, word of media. mouth is going to make or break a business. It, and I think Disney is on that threshold of so many people are having a bad experience that it's just going to go more and more negative. And that's the issue that I hate to follow the social media with, but you know, if you make it more positive, more people will come. Yeah. And I think here's the thing, because I really believe and that is so true about positive and negative feedback, especially in the social media age. I mean, people just love to retweet negative stories. You know what I'm saying? And like pile on, you know, like Reddit threads or what have you. I mean, this is it. The amplification of stuff like that nowadays is just unreal. So, but I mean, the thing is, again, I believe in the good, especially in Disney fans. I mean, we're Disney fans for a reason, right? We believe in our hearts somewhere. We believe the Tinkerbell can fly. You know, we believe that a mouse can talk. We, you know, we believe that wishes do come true. I mean, it, it sounds so stupid, but we are a certain kind of people. And I believe that you give us a little, you know what I'm saying? Like we start to see this momentum, this, this pendulum swing back the other way, man, that, that, that negativity on the social media and that feedback is going to really start. People are going to be singing again. Cause I mean, think about that last Sunday night on the social media. I mean, you would have thought that the Beatles got back together or something. People were so happy. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> I'm like, Whoa, hold on. Like Iger isn't like, you know, he's not giving out free vacations here. Like, Whoa, you know, but I mean, I, that's how bad people I think want the good. So let's see what happens. I mean, we got to give it time, but you know. Oh, I mean, we'll my, my biggest take out of this whole changeover, to be honest with you, Mike, is the fact that the cast members are happy about the changeover. To right. me, that's 100% all that matters to me is because 
I come from New Hampshire. I've never worked for Disney or anything like that. But these cast members that bust their butts, they went through the pandemic, they went through all these shutdowns, and some that were furloughed and came back. All that matters is the fact that they're happy. And, and if they're happy, they're going to make the guest experience so much better for everybody else. To me, that's what matters. The price increases, everybody whines about, you know what, go to the grocery store, go to Walmart. No, 100%. This price increases everywhere. Go to the gas pump. It's something that's going to happen. Granted, yeah, they're probably going to price out certain classes of people over time, which I don't agree with. But this is just society. It's cultural down economics. But when the cast members are happy about the new regime that's coming in, I think a lot of more people are going to be happier. They're going to be more likely to spend that money and come back to the parts. Well said. Well said. Because where's the interaction with the guest? It's with the cast member. You're not interacting with Bob Iger. You're not a, interacting with anybody in the C-suite. You're interacting with, with the janitorial cast members. You're interacting with the ride operators, the, the food service cast members, the resort hotel operators. And if they feel that they're valued, everything's going to be better. I mean, that is so well said. It's like that in any industry. It's any industry. You feel appreciated. You work harder. You're in. You're in. Hey, I appreciate the call. Absolutely. we got a bunch coming in, but uh, yep, I always no appreciate problem. you taking the time yep, on a Sunday night. So, hey, don't be a stranger. It. We'll talk to you next weekend. Take care. All right, take care. Have a good one. All right, bye-bye. All righty, 407-413-9395. we got three on the line here, so let's go to the next one. And, hey, who's joining us? Hello, caller. Caller, you there. All right, let's go to this one here. Hey, who's joining us? We got another caller. Are you there? Can you hear me? Now I can hear you. Hey, who is this? This is Maggie on the mitten. Sorry about that. I... Oh, hang on. Oh, hang on. I think that you got connected to my daughter's AirPods. Hang on, because she walked through. Hang on, let's do this. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Okay. Sorry about that. All right, 407-413-9395. I think we lost Maggie from the mitten. Are you there, Maggie? <laughs> that was weird. All right. No, but I agree with what Brandon was saying from up in New Hampshire. If you keep the cast members happy, good things will happen. I mean, that's exactly right. The cast members have been cheering that they have a leadership change up top. I think we have Maggie. Here, let's see. All right. Is this Maggie? We got you back? Yeah. Sorry about I'm that. I'm back. Can you that, hear me now? That was my fault. All of a sudden on my MacBook, it said transferred over to uh, Pamela's AirPods Pro, which is, I think, <laughs> I think. Uh, see, I didn't think about this, but... The new studio is right next to the treadmill in the next room. So she probably got on the treadmill to run and put in the AirPods. Oh, no. So Apple devices, well, right? They're always trying to gonna... outsmart us. Anyway, what's going on? I wasn't going to call in today, but I have such a good answer to your question. So okay, give it to so us. So here it is. Are you ready? Um, we're going to bring back some of the dreams from the year of a million dreams. Oh, dude, we're going to get stop teasing. some fast passes onto some rides, some free backstage passes, so, you know, like tours, because, you know, I worked at Kilimanjaro safaris when that was going on and we would take people 
backstage to like meet the elephants, meet the rhinoceroses, right? Like those are free things that people can get, you know, that's like not costing a ton of money. So I'm like, you know, free passes to stay after hours for one ride. You get to stay after closing, you get to ride one ride, right? Like things that aren't going to cost the company money and just like go back through the list of a year of a million dreams and pick out ones that don't cost anything and start doing those. What if, what if Iger announced that 2023 was going to be the year of a million dreams again? I mean, because I have not met a person that did not love, I, that was my favorite promotion ever. I mean, ever. I always, this was when Paige, you know, Paige is now 26 and up in Chicago, but I just remember like we went a few times during that promotion and we always thought we were going to win a night in the castle. Every time we went like, and you would see, you'd see the dream squad come out like in their khakis and those blue shirts. and They'd have that little satchel, you know, with the, I don't know what was in the satchel, the certificates or, you know, pins. I don't know, whatever. But like, you'd see them like back door into the haunted mansion. So we'd be like, Oh, we're getting in the haunted mansion. But of course you're not going to get through the line, get through the, they're long gone, but we'd play the game, you know, like, Oh man, we dreamed so hard that we were going to, and we won a couple things. Like she got to go up into the control room in small world and got to wave at the people that, I mean, we still talk about that. That was, that was so awesome. Free stuff that makes the trip. You get to go up and wave at the people. That's great. It was so cool. She got a little nothing. certificate. Yeah. She, I mean, you got a little paper that we brought home and framed, you know, like she was a, she was Aww. a small world, you know, operator for, for, you know, for five yeah. minutes. Oh my God. It was so cool. Yeah. Like oh my God. You're, you're hitting me in all the feels. Cause that was my favorite, favorite <laughs> promotion. Oh. I think I've told this story before. I was, my family was visiting me for Christmas and as a cast member, I was not supposed, I was supposed to turn down any dreams. Right. If somebody accidentally offered me a dream, I was supposed to turn it down. But they offered me this. I was there with my brother. My parents were at Epcot. They offered us the fast pass ones. And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to do this so that my brother has a good time, even though I'm not supposed to do this. And let me tell you, he and I have the best day together. I hear you. My, my dream fast pass is hanging right here in the new studio. It's not used oh, because yeah, we my- got it, it. I got it the last ride. Coming off of uh, Peter Pan, we got we got hit with him, and the best part about it was because it was the very end of Mouse Fest. We were down there for the last Mouse Fest. I had to drive home that day. I was going to the Magic Kingdom until like noon, and I had to hit the road, and it was our last ride. And I'm kind of glad I didn't get to use it because now I got a fully intact Fast Pass, you know, Dream Fast Pass that's got all the oh, tabs. Oh yeah, that's cute. This is very cool. But uh, so they only had, you know, like they only they, I, they said there was like an accounting company that did this, you know, it's so like they could give out X amount, like, you know, the first seven people that came off Peter Pan at 112, you know, got this or something. Mm-hmm. And so I just happened to jump yeah. in front. We didn't even see him. But for some reason, I got in front of Ricky getting off the attraction. I was the last one to get it. Ricky did not get one. And she is still ticked off at me about that. that. She still didn't know. Man. She's still mad. That was in 2009. Well, mad. <laughs> No, I, I think I think that's what they do. I think that's what they do to get the morale back up, right? Get get kids to wave and be, a, you know, on the small world. Get take people backstage. Get people some, you know. I don't know how. I haven't been there since the genie plus lightning lane, all of that stuff. But like, whatever. Get some people on the on a line faster. Do it just one. Don't do, you know, like whatever. Just do. There's magic to be had. There's magic to be given, and it doesn't have to cost anything. A hundred percent. Just make a big deal out of honoring your guests. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. just, I mean, because I, I think other guests get behind seeing other guests recognize, like I got excited when I see other families get stuff. I don't get jealous, you know, unless 
I mean, Eric's talking yeah. about he saw somebody win annual pass. But we actually got gifted annual passes, <laughs> though, that one time we got re- gifted four renewals at, at the studios that, a couple of years ago. I was like, I almost had a heart attack. I was like, Stop, because it, it was the girl's last transaction of her I college program. That. I could yeah. not believe it. Last, last. But yeah, so, but I love seeing that stuff. And you know what? Even if it doesn't happen to me, I'll talk about it. When I go home, I'll tell 10 people. And again, it, it's probably fun for the cast members. It's fun for the guests. And especially for the people that get gifted. You know, you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. This kind of stuff, man. I mean, the thing is, like, extreme times, and I think we're at that point, you know, call for extreme measures. Let's do this. I mean, you talk about making a 180, this would do it. Uh, right, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you're so smart. Iger, Iger, give me a call. I'll help you out. <laughs> I know. We all just need him to call. I know. He's got our phone number. It's right here. 407-413-9395. We, <laughs> we'll help you. We'll help you brainstorm this whole thing. We will, just, man. We'll do it. give us a call. We'll, won't we take, you. Won't take long. We'll just, won't take much of your time. We'll just uh, solve all your problems. Well, hey, thanks for calling. Hope you had a great <laughs> Thanksgiving weekend up in Michigan. Yep. Thank you. You too. Happy birthday. I appreciate it. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. You guys take care. Yep, bye. Alrighty. All right, 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. We're going to try to keep the calls <laughs> from going to Mallory's AirPods over on the treadmill, which is uh, now a lot closer to the studio that it used to be. But uh, we'll do what we can here. All right, next caller, I believe it is Alfred. Alfred's been trying to get in here. Alfred, happy uh, Thanksgiving weekend. What's going on? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy birthday, Mike. How are you? I am doing well. How have you been? I'm okay, I guess. Good to hear. (laughs) So what what do you think of the news and what would you do to make things better? Oh, my God. When I heard that Iger was back, I didn't believe it at first. I'm like, no, that's not. This is fake news. And then I'm listening more and more reading. Like, it's all over the place. You have to start taking... If for a grain of salt at that point. And then my friend says, yeah, he's back. I'm like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. Granted, the stock went up a little bit. It's not up a lot yet, but it's still doing well coming back up. That's what they and want. And TikTok just, if he ha- was fired within three years, he was not doing right by the shareholders or the guests. He was making so, a lot of money for the company, but he when he lost because he because the he was losing it over the last little bit. When Jim Cramer said that he needed to go, that was bad news. That was that was kind of the nail in yeah. the coffin for him. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just so happy Iger's back because between Eisner and Iger, the company was at its peak at the best it can be i feel so now we have a chance to get it back to that again and i really feel that if the the guest is happy and they start writing it on social media disney will know they did the right thing i agree what if i what if they brought back eisner no that dude he's a little Um, I, i follow him on social media I don't know that he's all there anymore. Like, I think his better days have been behind him. He's a little, little loony. I love the guy. And man, the Disney decade was awesome. I loved it. Man, if we could go back to that decade, it was great. You have to think. It was Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. After that, it slipped a little, you know, with uh, uh, 
Atlantis, Punch I think, in those. Tarzan. Yeah. But I like those movies, too. And they had great things in the parks for those movies. And the hotels. What I like is that he just really invested in the hotels. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. I really believe, and I heard, I heard this, Iger is not going to raise the ticket prices again. He said December's increase that was supposed to happen is not going to happen. So that's a great thing right there because people can't afford that the price going up on tickets. We'll see because they just it's announced the, the, the annual pass price went up. But that wasn't with Iger. No, but that was I mean, with yeah. we'll see. That's the difference. So we have to see what he's going to reduce. What, you know, I think he's going to do a lot for the yeah. I, th- I think so. Because he's the type that, if you think about Walt Disney, with his kids going into the park, you know, having a good time, that was Iger also. He did. He went to the parks with his family. He's not going to make it that it's going to hurt the family. I really believe that. I think what he'll do, though, because the thing is, once you once you get to a price point, you're not going to go backwards. And, and it, you know, like Brandon said from New Hampshire, like inflation, everything is expensive right now. It's just how it is. Everything is going right. to be expensive. But what right. you need to make right. sure this is what I truly believe. And this is one thing I think I really do get out of Disney trips is the word value. If something is going to be expensive or, you know, costly, I want to get a good, really good value out of it. So if the day costs a lot of money to go to the magic kingdom, I can sacrifice other places to pay that price, but I need to make sure I get a high value out of that day. Like I need to make sure the attractions are all functioning properly. I need to make sure that my wait times are not going to be a hundred minutes on every single attraction that there's the trash is all gone. You know, like it needs to be a good value. So I think that that's the word he needs to focus on is value, not cost, but value. Mm -hmm. Right. And I also believe that he's got to get back to not telling us things and then taking it away as Chepak did. Yeah. For instance, the theater in Magic Kingdom, the Mary Poppins attraction in Epcot. All these things were promised and he took it away from us. And I think that was the beginning of his end, to be honest. Yeah, sometimes things happen that you can't help and things fall by the wayside. That happens. But it seems like a lot of the big uh, things announced at the Expos got canceled or postponed or whatever word you want to use. So I think that will stop. I think Iger will make sure that if something is going to happen, it will happen. He will earmark the money for whatever, and then that's it. It's there. Now, I hope that Tron opens right away. I really hope he does that. Well, I don't think that's going to, I think that's on a a timeline. I don't think that's going to change. Yeah. But that should have been opened at the start of the 50th. Yeah, that'll that'll open. That I'm guessing the in the spring. 
we'll know when uh, when they start sending out the media invites. We'll we'll know when that's getting close. Right. And we yeah. haven't heard anything. True. Yeah. So I think I I was gonna say the same thing. The year of a million dreams to bring that back. Um, that was just the best promotion they ever had. It was. Yeah. I loved it. And I think it would be a great opportunity now because of Disney 100. So they could do something like year of Disney 100 or, or just call it like wishes instead of, of dreams. Like, you know, the, the you know, t- cause you got the Disney wish, you know, like, uh, you know, the, you know, yep. we're, we're wishing our guests, uh, uh, you know, trying to make our guests wishes come true, you know, for a year. So yeah, they, yeah. they're Disney. Yeah. They can make it rhyme. <laughs> oh yeah. I can't. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited. I really, am. I knew you would I be. Really well, I, thought of you, I thought of you when I was reading the news. I knew you would be. Yeah. It's just that taking away that negative energy and putting a positive energy back. And that's all that I have to say about it because he's just, far better than the other one. I think so too. I think he has the the thing with me was that Chapek did things and he was just, he was real brutalistic about the things he did. Some of those things had to be done, but he just felt like he didn't have to explain them. He didn't have to have empathy towards the guest where Iger is going to have to do things, but he, I feel like, and again, I don't know, he could be a jerk, but I've never met the guy, but I feel like he does consider the guest experience a lot more. Yeah. I feel that. I don't know, but I mean, I've never met the guy, so it's just what I think, but who knows? And just being there, I talk to everyone when I go. So I don't care who the person is. I'm going to talk to them. So every time I would talk to the cast members during Chepek's time, they always say how they hated him, that he was horrible they didn't want to be there. It was very negative. I never heard that before in, all, in the 20 years that I had been going. Yeah. So, At least we're going to have a, we're have a change. And that's good for here. them. That's good. That is because cast members need to feel appreciated. Bottom line. That's, yeah. that's like table Absolutely. stakes. Yeah. And I always told the cast members, oh, don't worry about it. Things will get better. I always said that, even if I didn't really believe it. Um, so now we're getting back to doing better. 23 is going to be a great year. That's right. I mean, hey, yep. it's a you know fresh start, fresh year. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yep. I also think that maybe, I don't know if Iger would extend the 50th anniversary or not. I'm ready but, to move on. I, honestly, to, to me, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready for the 50th to be yeah. over. Let's do something new. Like it, it, yeah. it seems like it was almost cur- like something I, to me, the to 50, bring back more nostalgia. the 50th to me is like tied to COVID still like it started yeah. at a funky yeah. place and, and with Chapek too. And you mentioned some of those ca- projects being canceled. He was CEO during a really weird time and I will give him that it was rough. And some of those things got canceled because yeah, I mean, the parks were, who would have known like, you know, Disneyland was closed forever, you know, and Walt Disney world was closed for months. I mean, that's unbelievable. You know, so I, I give him a lot of leeway on those kind of things. So I I don't fault him for those things, but like you said though, with the 50th, it, 
it was a mess because of COVID. Like, yeah. I'm just ready for the 50th but, to be over. Let's have a new celebration and let's start fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, yeah. I need to get, like, my wash it out of my mouth. Too, my thing is with the 50th, that what was the one thing we all said? It was that there was no nostalgia, no history. It was just about making money. So if they want to add it, say it two, three months onto it, and just kind of rework things with more history involved, I think the fans would go for it. Or just look forward too, go the opposite direction. You know, don't worry about the history. Let's move forward into the next hundred years. You know, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. But combine the two. Maybe. I mean, they had a lot of they had a lot of retro kind of merchandise. At the history, but looking for the next hundred years. Yeah, uh, but so I think a lot can be done, and I think Iger is going to get it done. Uh, we shall see. All right, so we are going to give yep. Scott a call at the Christmas party. So I'm going to cut you loose so we can call Scott. Yeah, he's on Big Thunder. Okay, great. All right, have a good one, Alfred. We'll talk to you later. All right. All right. We'll see. All right. All right bye-bye. bye-bye. All right. Let's see if I can do this here. Let's see if I can work some magic, and we can call Scott. I don't know if you guys can hear this or not. We will see. This is super exciting podcasting. That's why I'm putting it at the end of the show so I can cut it out if I need to. Hello? Scotty G, you're live on the air. What's going on? I'm on the second hill on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad right now. <laughs> That's why I had to call you. Yes. Uh. So, yeah, I don't know if you've ever had a live call from a ride before, but yeah. Okay, so yeah, we want to ride with you. Okay, so we're all tuned okay. in. we got lots of people tuned in live, so we're on the second hill, Big Thunder. Okay, here we go. Yep, second hill. I'm about to see a goat. Hold on. I'm at speed 11. Here we go. Lots of screaming. <laughs> this is we're epic. going back up a hill. All right, we're about to see my favorite drop. It looks like your head's going to fall off. You know, that short little dip. In the bank, turn and uh, here's the Do you still have eardrums? Yes, uh, my ears are hurting, but this is awesome. But now we're on the third hill. It's pretty loud in here. Yeah, you're on that that loud part. Yes, we just heard that. Oh, I think we lost him in the cave. Okay, he'll come back out. Hopefully, he's still connected. He's still connected. Hopefully, he'll come back out on the other side of the cave here. Hang on, let's see. This is why we have a podcast, not a radio show. Because we can mess... Oh, he's back. He's back. I All hear right. him. So we're on the... Just doing that last little bit. The Reverend of America. Happy birthday, by the way, Mike. Oh, thank you. I've never been wished happy birthday from a roller coaster. <laughs> the studio looks lovely today. Thank you. I've been working hard. Oh, and... Uh, yeah, just, we just did it. We just did our uh, live ride through of Big Thunder Mountain on the podcast. How there, awesome is that? There we go. I had to uh, hook the phone up to the to the mixer and called you over Bluetooth, but it worked. Yeah, so how's the party going? I mean, I don't mean to interrupt your party, but we're wrapping up the live show, so uh, yeah. how's it been so far? The party's going good. It's um, it's warm. Um, you know, we, we packed a few, a few days ago here in Michigan, and the forecast just changed completely. So we had, like, warm clothes planned for tonight when it could just be in shorts and a polo, and that'd still be hot, but... Uh, I got the pajama pants on as normal, and uh, <laughs> the party's good. 
What, what's the right, cookie? What's, what's cookie? the cook? What's the cookie count? Uh, four cookies. Four cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and a hot cocoa. I had a hot cocoa too. Oh, of course, you got to wash them down. Yeah. Yep. But we had dinner at Tony's, which is pretty good. A good way to start the party, you know, like right before you, right as you get in, you know, so you can get your food and then go straight to the party and have fun. Oh my gosh! So, so, so the, the plan now is we're going to go over to Space Mountain because they have a Christmas overlay. That is. You got me. Yeah. So no, you're you're here. So that it's Space Mountain sounds awesome for the Christmas overlay. You you got to do the the Tomorrowland Speedway, right? Because they have the overlay there too. Yeah, that's going to be the plan if there's time. Because you know the biggest thing you got to do is the parade and the fireworks, of course. Definitely. Oh man. So how I just got to ask you because we'll talk about this when you're back on the show when you get home because you're getting back you're yeah. heading back tomorrow. So we'll probably talk next week, but um. The contemporary theme park view. I mean, this is something that every Disney fan, you know, fantasizes about. Very few people do it, but you see it, right? When you pull up to the Magic Kingdom on the buses. Yep. So, yeah. W- tell us about it. it it's, it's, it's magical. <laughs> like, I just, I'm in bed. And for the way that our room is laid out, like, I can't see the theme park from the bed. But, you know, I'm a resort guy, right, Mike? Right. I can see the Grand Floridian in the 70s Lagoon straight from my bed. <laughs> oh so God. I wake up in the morning and that's what I first see. Well, actually, I've also been seeing fog. It's been very foggy every right. day we've been here. But, like, Mike, I've spent so much time on that balcony just watching the logistics, right? Like, I'm seeing monorails. I'm seeing boats. I'm buses. Just, like, all the sounds of the the day starting at the Magic Kingdom from the balcony is just one of the coolest experiences for me. Just all the logistics, you know? You are getting to be quite the photographer too, because on Instagram, I have loved following this trip because I haven't been down for quite a while and I'll be back in January, but getting that perspective of what it looks like from your balcony and, you know, you yeah. going around the contemporary and like, you know, your chef Mickey's on Thanksgiving and oh, you know, your, your pictures at the studios. God, the studios look so good at Christmas. You're oh killing my God. Me. Don't they ever? Oh, yeah. Man. I wish you were here, man. I wish you were here. I'll tell you what, um, I sent this video to you. I don't think I posted on Instagram, but like I can hear the, the, the train from the right. from the room in the balcony. It had just kind of teased me a little bit, though. Like, man, I can because I <laughs> I just saw it too. Like you saw an empty train go by. You're like, no, I should be on the train. Soon. But uh, hopefully, that's good news for the future, right? Because gotta get the train back and running. Hey, we it's need that here. it's step one, right? You got to test it, and uh, we'll get it back to ride here soon. Yep. All right, well, hey, I don't want to keep you because I know that you're going uh, going to have. Well, go anything else though before? Because I don't want to keep you too long. I know you're at the party. No, just a just a great trip. I'm sure we'll recap it some. But yeah, the, the highlight definitely has been that room in the contemporary. It's just awesome. Just being in the main tower. Like we spent all Thanksgiving morning in there, like having breakfast, making waffles, watching the parade, just trying to make it as homey as we could. And the contemporary was just the ideal place for that to happen. And uh, just being in the main tower is. You can quick hop down, get your refillable mug, get a drink, and hop back up. You know, like, never have to leave the building. It's just it's super cool. Um, highly recommend for anyone that can do it, stay in the main tower at least once. Yeah, I want, I want to catch up, like, late this week when you get back and get settled and caught up with work and everything to do, like, a, a, a trip report that's, like, while well, it's still fresh in your mind about all the Thanksgiving yeah. and being at the Contemporary Main Tower, all that stuff. Because, you you know, you got to be in the incredible rooms, and, you know, you had some opinions yeah. on that. So, uh yeah, it'll be yeah, fun. So, great. well, hey, yeah. I know that you head well, out tomorrow. Taverns where, dude, I'm standing right where we met for the first time at Tortuga Tavern. Yeah, to get some more cookies. I'll <laughs> <laughs> give me one. Uh, have Hello? one for me. 
I will, man. I promise. Happy birthday. This will be my birthday cookie for you right now. Okay? All right. I'm raising up a Coke Zero to you, brother. You have fun and tell, uh, tell all the girls that I said hello and uh, tell Santa I was good this year. Make sure you tell him. I will do that. I, I, will talk to, I will talk to the big guy himself and tell him you were good. All right. You take care. <laughs> uh, safe travels home tomorrow, Scott. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. All, all right. right I'll talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> all right. How cool is that there? We got to talk to Scotty G and uh, ride uh, Big Thunder Mountain with him. That was uh, unexpected, but uh, you know, I love that you guys were with me. You didn't scream at me because it was loud and you know hurting my eardrums. So anyway, that was a fun way to wrap a live show and break in the new studios here. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I love doing these shows because we can have fun and we can cut loose. We're all friends. We're all family here and uh, we're Disney fans. We come together. That's what we do. And I love you guys. All right. So that's going to put a wrap on this show. Scott will be back next Sunday. We'll be taking your calls from right here. So I hope you do carve some time out to join us on Facebook and YouTube next Sunday night at seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central. We will not be going up against the Disney special, I don't think, on ABC, but we are right now. So, but we did a good job tonight. We had lots of great calls. So don't forget our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. I would love to help you plan right here from the new office. Just swing by themagicforless.com, fill out that quote for, mention the show, and it'll come right to me. We'll plan a Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. It's going to be fun. So let's do that. Check them out at themagicforless.com. As you shop this holiday season, Please use our Amazon affiliate link. It really does help us out. It's one extra click. Boom, you're right back to Amazon. I got that shelf on Amazon using the link. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And also, please support us on Patreon if you can. If you can't, I understand. But if you can, you get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. And uh, for those that do support us, I appreciate you so very much. Thank you for doing that. It's Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Again, give me a follow on social media, Instagram and Twitter. I'm at BeOurGuestMike. Would love to talk to you this week. And uh, that's going to do it for this week. So I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving weekend. I'm super thankful for your support. I get to do what I love. I hope you guys always know that I love doing this. It's so fun. I've been doing this for almost 15 years. I never miss a show because this is the fun part of the week. I love this stuff. And I hope you do too. And I hope you always love taking us along. Thanks to everybody who called. And thanks to everybody who tuned in today. It's so much fun. So we'll do this again next Sunday night. we got some fun shows coming out Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week. So stay tuned for that. But until we get back together again... You guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.